0: Welcome to another episode of Colorado Blurred Girl. Come journey with this Colorado Blurred as she explores her favorite works and the lessons that they've given her along the way. I'm your host, Elise Goodgain, and thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Colorado Blurred Girl. In today's episode, we're just going to have a little bit of a heart-to-heart, touch base on things that have been going on lately, and then also do a little bit of... uh, I don't know, commentary, I suppose, on Marvel's The Falcon and The Winter Soldier, and obviously showcasing people that I think are dope as far as cosplayers, artists, and musicians, and I'm really excited to do today's episode. So let's go ahead and get into it doing the first commercial for the culture. Alright, so today for our first commercial for the culture, we're going to look at Afro Coco Puff. Um, I found her on TikTok originally, but she is also on Instagram. Her handle is AfroCocopuff, as it sounds is exactly how it is spelled. And she just does some awesome work. She is a cosplayer, a content creator. She also has musical abilities and is able to do this awesome little bop for the cosplayers of color out there called uh, She Gonna Be Black Today. And she does amazing work. Honestly, you guys need to give her some love. Her Hunter Hunter cosplays are great. She does stuff from Disney. She does all different fandoms. And she does them with style and panache and just is amazing. So please give her a like, give her a follow. Again, that is Afro Coco Puffs. Um, I just, I can't say enough about her. And please give her some of that love, guys. And with that, we'll go back to the show. All right, guys, we're back. So I want to go ahead and take a moment to address just things that have been going on with me and really have a heart to heart with you, my listeners. And I had to take a bit of a hiatus at the beginning of the year, more of a mental health and like take a pause to really reflect and decide what it is that I want to do with my art, what type of a voice it is or there is that I have to give to the community and what it is that I want to do as I continue to move forward in my creative self as well as just as my genuine self as an adult in the society that we are living in. And for me personally, especially at the beginning of the year, a lot of the communities that I hold so dear to my heart were constantly being attacked. And that came from so many different sides that I got completely overwhelmed into just not really understanding which way was up in general to the point of the black community constantly having to deal with the multifacetedness that is being black in America. The anime, the Asian community in general, just having to deal with The violence that we're seeing against people increase in general in the world, especially with the pandemic happening, and just basic racism as well that has always existed against these communities and watching creators that I love having to voice their pain that I know all too well as well. And I am also a professional massage therapist, so that whole situation in Atlanta was very shocking and hurt a lot as well. So all of that to be said, more so as in I really value being able to have a voice and being able to create content that shares a different point of view than is necessarily pushed out to most, especially in the geek and nerd culture realm as a biracial female part of the queer community just American, I guess. I feel like voices need to be diversified. And I think that perspectives being shared as far as why I enjoy all these things, what value I think they bring to my life and the person I'm trying to be, and like being able to appreciate others within that same community and all that they bring and being themselves and their unique wonderful person that they are, like, that is the part of this community that I hold so dear. And it's just the part of this community that I will forever fight for because it's what brought me to love all of these various types of content that I love so much. It's about showing that there are others that exist, but they're not unvaluable they are in their own realm, the main character, and are somebody that is able to, in their own way, shape that universe. And, like, that is all of us living in this world. So, with that said, especially in moving forward, I want to make sure that I have that intention behind all the content that I'm creating, and that I'm able to, like, really bring in, especially people that don't really understand why other people like anime and comics and, or even Dungeons and Dragons and stuff. Like, I'm not a Dungeons and Dragons person per se, but, like, I have a whole new appreciation for it the older I get in the realm of being able to create and world play and just engage in imagination. So, all of that being said, I just wanted to let you guys know, especially going forward, like what my hope is that this podcast can bring to you and really why I'm even doing it in the first place, why this voice is being added to the void in general. And hopefully you guys will continue to come along with me on that journey. So I suppose really what I'm getting at is just my intention of moving forward and really kind of refocusing on showcasing the different content that I see that gets me excited as far as representation goes and just diversifying the voices, things that I think people are sleeping on that brought me lessons that I'm really excited about or just that shows you can be yourself no matter how weird or obtuse that seems to other people and it's celebrated and shown as something that we shouldn't shy away from but rather a part of ourself that is needed to be showcased and just built upon because it's your core. It's not the thing that we need to hide away and deep down and bury it, all that kind of good stuff. I just, I think, honestly, especially moving forward, I am very excited about stuff that is in the works as far as production goes. There are quite a few projects that I am very excited to see how they turn out and or just what they spur as far as next projects that will get greenlit because of their reception. And like, animes that are coming out. I know Netflix is bringing out Yasuke, which is super exciting. I'm very excited about it. I am a huge fan of most of the people that are involved. So when it comes out at the end of April, we definitely will talk about that showcasing more of the different studios that I've been looking into and trying to get hip to to put you guys on to content that showcases those voices blatantly. But also, like, obviously, I'm, I'm watching everything. So we won't always be talking about race, because I don't feel like we need to. But I do want that intent to be understood of like, this is meant to be a space for the voices such as mine that i wasn't able to see in these communities and to be able to just support and the ones that maybe we don't know as well but are definitely the ones that are worth checking out and give them that support you know all the things all the stuff we just want more and more content, right? We want to be entertained. So let's be entertained by awesome work that's written by a bunch of different people, a bunch of different types of people, news stories, not trauma porn. All right. I have very strong feelings about this. You guys, <laughs> I know there's been a lot of discord about they coming out on Amazon. I haven't seen it. I don't have Amazon prime. So if anything's on Amazon prime, I'm not watching it. Okay. But even beyond that, I also don't really love horror. So that was going to be a tough watch for me in general. Like I watched Get Out, did not watch Us just for the general reason of Get Out felt like okay horror, more suspense. Us was too much. It felt too far. I wasn't into it. But like, I can't keep watching these stories about just our racial trauma, you guys. I'm over it. I'm so over it. Like we just have... Just different stories that aren't based on that kind of, I don't know, storyline, I guess. Like, I'm sick of watching slavery movies. I think that as much as it's important for us to understand our history, I think you need to learn it as history, not as entertainment. Because when I tell you, okay, I actually have the perfect example of why I think we need to get over making a bunch of these slavery movies. Okay. As an actress, I have a few things I will not do. Being portrayed as a slave is one of them because I feel like as much as we want to act like you don't associate the character with the person, we all know that's not true. So once I'm on screen as a slave, I'm now seen no matter what in some people's mind as that slave. And I have a concrete example that this happens that I saw like a few weeks ago and I'm still steaming about it because this happened to somebody that it should never ever ever even like happen to in the realm of possibility. The blasphemy of this comment being applied to the person that it was applied to is what makes it so ridiculous to me and just angering in general. But I haven't talked about this yet. Okay. I was watching the petitions going around for Mr. LeVar Burton to be the Jeopardy host, which if you didn't understand by the tone of my voice right now, he absolutely deserves. I love LeVar Burton. He can host whatever show he would like in my book and I'm there for it. So when I saw this trending in general, a petition to have him as the host and let alone just a news article with a clip. I was like, "All right, let me go ahead and just click on this clip and see what's up." Do you know what this news anchor said after this lovely interview where he states his case about why he would be a great host and how he's just happy that people would even want him to be that position and he's just blessed and education and all these great things. Do you know what the man who they switch back to says about this wonderful, wonderful actor that we have been gifted with. He says, although he hosted Reading Rainbow for 25 years, or seasons, sorry, 25 years. That's blasphemy on Barbara and he's not that old. Ah, okay, anyways, focus guys. Even though he had hosted Reading Rainbow for 25 seasons, He will always see this man as Kunta Quinte. I need to pause for you guys, for you to understand that Kunta Quinte was his first role in Roots. The only role that that man has ever had that had anything to do with slavery, okay? He has been, as he stated right before this ludicrous comment, he has been on Reading Rainbow, he has been on freaking Star Trek, people. Like, uh, oh, okay. I need to calm down. I get so mad about this every time I even think about it because it's such blasphemy. It is such blasphemy, you guys. But that's what just for you to have been such an integral role on a franchise like Star Trek and he will forever and always be Kunta Quinte to you. Like, that's why, you guys, that's why I can't continue to have these kind of movies and shows be put out there because people can't separate that from the person. And so now they see somebody walking around that they think like, they just immediately associate with that forever and always like, I can't, we got to move away. From it. it just in general is a narrative. I think we've done enough that it's something we can move on unless obviously it is in a uh, documentaries or something like that, just not as general entertainment. And honestly, this does segue kind of perfectly into the show that I wanted to talk about. And it actually is done it talks about the general topics of race and what's happening in our world and these nuanced conversations in a way that is entertaining but is done fully so let's go ahead take a break so i can calm down i'll do a commercial for the culture and we'll get back into it talking about the about the falcon and the winter soldier so with that let's go ahead and break for our second commercial for the culture and so, welcome to our second commercial for the culture. Today, I'm showcasing a woman named Nikki Marina. She is on Instagram and TikTok. Again, I found her through TikTok, but her Instagram content is equally as good. Um, her How you spell it is N-I-C-Q-U-E-M-A-R-I-N-A. And she's super funny. Her content is original and just really genuine she has super interesting points of view um she's a veteran so i really love hearing her takes on just different content that she consumes because i am very much not a veteran so hearing that point of view is super interesting to me um she's just really cool i really like her stuff she also has a podcast of her own i believe it's called nick talks um go check her out give her a like and a follow She does great work, and especially her takes on the show I'm about to get into, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, are just, I don't know, interesting. They're so interesting. They're really good. All her content's really good. So please do yourself a favor. Go check her out. And with that, we will get back to the show. All right. Thanks, guys, and welcome back. So as I said before, we're going to go ahead and talk a little bit about The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And I'm going to have a little bit of a full disclosure moment with you guys about me and Marvel just in general, but especially before I started watching this show. I was a little burnt out on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I have had a kind of love-hate relationship with it. Especially growing up was always one of those things of if it's DC or Marvel, for me, it was always going to be DC. And girl... I grew up, started to understand things a little differently. Now I'm more Batman if you're giving me a Batman or Superman kind of stuff. Anyways, this is not that episode. So I have been very resistant to watching the newest content that has been coming out for Marvel, mostly just because I needed it a break. Like all of their movies cinematically for me are a win. I'm not necessarily interested in all the storylines. Ant-Man for me, not my favorite. Understand it's need in the plots and all the looping and stuff, but like, yeah. So anywho, in other words, getting me to watch the series took a bit. And the thing that put me over the edge was being able to watch some of the, like, spoiler content and just general discussion and discourse that was happening in relation to all these various topics that are being touched on by the series, especially in relation to race and the military and, like, military propaganda and our relation to it in society in general. And there's been a few content creators, especially on TikTok, that I've been loving watching just the discussions that they're having. Um, There's this one that I love to follow. He's great on just all of the various topics he covers, and especially when he does his own cosplays too. But um, the discussions that he's had around this series in particular of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier has been super interesting. Um, His name is, is Straw Hat Goofy, and especially hearing him discuss his take on a lot of these different episodes. And again, as I featured in my commercial for the culture, Nikki Marina, her takes on these different episodes, it became one of those things of like, man, it really seems like the show is tackling issues that are very, 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 very relevant to everything that is happening at the current situation, you know, just in life in general And being able to do it in a way that isn't doing a disservice to the original content. So it was one of those things that I was like, you know, I'm not that into Captain America anyways, so I don't think I'm going to watch this one. But after all of this conversation, I had to give it a watch. So I did what I always do when I'm not that into trying to watch something. I make it into an event that I can share with my father. And we had a dad and daughter day and just sat down and watched these episodes right and it i'll admit i'm impressed you guys just being able to watch what they're doing with sam's character and how they're (laughs) throwing some real issues in his face and having his character have to deal with them and like us as viewers also having to go through the roller coaster of like man what would you think in his situation, like how would you deal with these harsh truths that are our history, our our culture, our our society, as a soldier, as a black person, as somebody who has saved the world multiple and multiple multiple, multiple times, you know, and just being able to understand how differently you're being treated so blatantly and just how your costume only matters so much you know just all all the things all the conversations that are so crucial to have that don't actually get shown in a lot of these more action-packed arenas you know like when do you see action movies ever talk about like classism social standing and race topics let alone the fact of like experimentation within our government on various groups and like what that means as far as what they are owed by our government and what the government is allowed to do with its citizens you know just all the things and again As somebody who has no military experience whatsoever, I think people like Nikki Marina are so much more interesting to hear their true takes on as they discuss each episode and the more in-depth topics that they get into on these subjects. Like, the way that the show is not shying away, the further in they go. Like, it wasn't something that gets sprinkled on in the intro episodes to get you hooked and then is never talked about again it's something that is being brought up deeper and deeper as we're going and like obviously i really hope that isaiah comes back (laughs) and like i've seen a discord that talked about how they would love to see nick fury come in and explain what is going on and his take on all of this stuff that is being revealed to sam and when I tell you I'm 110% for that idea, like, if Samuel L. comes into this series and can show his light on what he was doing within the sphere of all this stuff, like, I, I would be super hooked on that. But anyways, as just a general thought, I look forward to more content like this show being created. Something that is still true to its nature it's still action and everything but like especially if we are gonna set it into something that is present day they're being realistic about who those characters are and what it means to be them but not in a sense of like using it as leverage that doesn't actually move the story forward and is using it as i don't know just this device to become a talking point in this like the marketing scape but not actually to give any true substance that the conversations that will follow can be about you know like I really I don't know I just the show does give me some hope especially in the superhero movie series entertainment sphere that they will like Do it well and do it genuinely instead of continuing on a path of like just kind of surface level issue tackling and just giving us the kaboom and the kapow. Like if it's for kids, absolutely keep it light. But like if you are genuinely going to start making rated R like superhero films and like keep it real, you know, be genuine about the shit and show show things as it is get in the nitty gritty. Like, obviously, you guys saw how much the Joker was well received and everything. But uh, again, it's a completely different episode. (laughs) I don't know that I want to get into that one. But regardless, I do think that the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is worth a watch. And again, as somebody who isn't that huge into the Marvel general work, but like, Especially when we start talking about the things that they're currently making as far as the content that's new that's being published or the next generation of the big houses in um, comics and that kind of geek media. Like, I absolutely think Marvel is really making some moves to get the edge on people with it. Like, uh, one of my favorites, especially for cosplaying, is Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. What they're doing with iron heart and all the such like i have hope for marvel in the future i think they're on the very very right path at the moment so i got my eye on them but we'll see it's we'll see this is worth it check it out and on that let's get to our last commercial for the culture all right guys this is our last commercial for the culture and for my third commercial we are featuring a musician their name is iniko um you can on instagram or tiktok you can find them it's i n dot super ethereal like obviously soulful vibe They are an alien in this space, bringing us awesome grooves, one of their own claims, like their newest release. Luna is, it's really a pretty short song, honestly. I think it's only about two minutes or so, and just has this I'm in the forest or a field celebrating springtime vibe to it. Just really ethereal and wonderful. I highly recommend their work. They're on Spotify, Apple, all the good stuff. Obviously, Instagram and TikTok. They're super interesting and funny. I just, I highly recommend them. And yeah, go give them a like and a follow. Again, Eniko, I will play a little bit of Luna at the end of this episode to give you guys a taste and just please go support. And we'll get back to the end of our show. And we're back. So with this last little bit of the show, I think all I'm going to do is just to showcase people, things that in my break and hiatus have helped me to understand that the voice that I want to bring to the podcast and to the world through my Colorado Blurred Girl entertainment is valid and is necessary because it is my own. And the fact that it is mine is what makes it worth being there. So one of the first people that helped me to realize this fact is Nicole Byer, actually. And I'm pretty sure I have talked about her on here before. She has a lovely podcast that I'm addicted to called Why Won't You Date Me. It just got picked up by Team Coco, which is super exciting for her. But she also has been hosting on um, Wipeout on Network TV, which is awesome. She is still the host of Nailed It. I listen to their other podcast. She's on a ton of podcasts. Like, talk about work ethic. This girl is always working. But so she is on another one with her best friend. It's called Best Friends with Nicole and Shashir, uh, Shashir Zameda. Who is also doing killer things in her career. I believe she's supposed to be the voice for the animated moon girl and devil dinosaur that is being worked on. I read a little snippet. I'm pretty sure that's what I read. So if that's true, I'm very excited for her on that and just to continue to watch the joys of their career. But anyways, back to Nicole. (laughs) This woman is able to be her authentic self. So effortlessly, and I'm sure it came from a lot of years of practice and just being a comedian and doing stand up and such. But I personally, especially because I'm a fan of Why Won't You Date Me, I love her just kooky, raunchy, fun, energetic side that she shows. I appreciate when she allows people to understand that's not her whole personality. Again, as an actress, as somebody who wants to be in entertainment fully, the realization of people and that it's just a job. (laughs) Like, all these things are just jobs. And the real person can be different from what they put out. Like, just watching her deal with all of that, and yet still being true to herself, having her friends and the people that she loves around her and supporting her is just really a light that I constantly fall back on. Simply for the fact that she makes me laugh like nuts. Like she's so fucking funny. I absolutely adore her humor. So if you haven't already checked her out or if you're just somebody that likes kind of raunchy comedy and As long as your sensibility doesn't get triggered when it's a woman doing the raunchy material in general and just not being ashamed about it in any way, shape or form. And even in thinking about the types of guests that she brings on, they're so varied and just range from people that are in entertainment, different, like she has drag queens on pretty often. She has different people that are in different um, types of activism that come on and are like at various forms of education levels, like people that are married, people that aren't. So being able to hear all different types of viewpoints and especially when she goes out of her way to bring on the ones that I don't know, like some of the various different um, like activists, especially within the sex worker sphere that have been really interesting as an introduction to them and the work and the causes that they do and has allowed me to do more of a deep dive on that kind of stuff which I find very interesting and important so again if you're into that kind of stuff she's super worth a listen and a dive on um another woman that I absolutely have used as a I don't know I guess like a mentor even though (laughs) it's not like she knows who I am (laughs) like but Amanda Seals is definitely one of those people that I'm like, yeah, like, I want to be like you when I grow up because you are just like a boss, dude. Like you're out here making your own social network with Smart, Funny and Black, doing your thing and apparel lines, um, her books and her content that she creates in general. I'm just, it's amazing. And again, as a woman who is fully Saying what she means with her chest and standing there and taking whatever comes with that. And not in a like audacious, I'm just going to say what I want without the consequences and da 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 da. Like truly speaking from a space of education, a space of, I don't know, just being grounded and authentic. And when she feels that she's wrong, she acknowledges it and moves forward and is willing to grow. And that's the thing where it's like, I guess I get caught in the, I'm just not going to say anything because I'd rather just not even say anything about that than have people come at me in the way I said it didn't hit them the way they wanted it to. But like, at the same time, as I'm getting older, the realization of how often something needs to be said. And because the people that don't want to necessarily be the ones that have to say it, don't say it, then it literally will not go sad. It's like I've had so many times of I'm saying something that I believe to be very obvious and more of a like mainstream thought, if it could be. And the person that I am talking to will come back at me like, I have never even thought of that. I've never heard of anybody thinking like that. And it will shake me. (laughs) It's one of those of, I get shook to my core of, do I, like, do I truly just, I don't know, fit outside of that realm of normal society, I guess? Am I one of the, uh, society, am I the extremist in some of these thoughts? Like, not in a extreme violent or any of that kind of way, but more of just, like, the way you look at stuff is not the way that a lot of people see it. So when you say it, when you say what you are thinking about things, that might provide a completely different perspective that is needed to be able to move these things forward. So I look at Amanda Seals as somebody to help, I guess, give me kind of that courage and like, be bold and be brave. Because if you're saying it, it's authentic to you. So you don't, need to stress I'll say stress worry however you want to phrase it about I guess consequences and that's one of those things because I am a very 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 big believer of consequences it's why I do and don't do everything in my life I'm one of those kids that constantly is thinking down the line of what will happen if I do x and to the point of detriment (laughs) sometimes But at the same time, it's one of those things of when I do things, I fully am understanding the possible, the various possible consequences that come with each of these decisions. And that not being what causes you to not do it. It just being a fact of what you're doing, you know, settling into that. That's where I'm trying to get. And if I can rock some awesome tracksuits while I'm doing it... I'm also into that, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but anyways, can you tell him a little, I'm getting there. Anyways, so the last person I'm going to showcase just because we're talking about Marvel and I'd be remiss not to just acknowledge what an impact this man had on myself as especially an older actor watching Chadwick Boseman in his trajectory and how he handled himself in the roles he picked, the way he did media, the way he handled his public and private life. Just an exemplary person in so many ways. And like, obviously, you don't know him personally. And again, I'm not trying to idolize him. He is still a human. He has more flaws than I'm sure any of us know. That's not the point. The point is, again, as a fellow actor to not make my decisions lightly in what I decide to create, what I put myself behind just because I want to further my career. Not all projects are meant for me. And like every which way and sense of that word, you know, it's funny because it's one of those things where Chadwick Boseman, especially how abruptly we lost him, was one of those things where I really reflected on just the impact that a person can have on strangers, like absolute strangers, and just the impact that a person has on communities, and just like symbolism, and just all these various things, and especially once you are gone, what kind of legacy you leave behind, And how some of these things that I'm sure he probably didn't think that deeply about at the time, mostly because I would assume he was young enough that he probably didn't think that deep about him. But again, I don't know this man. I'm just, I'm just making my own thoughts here. But to be able to have the work ethic, have the respect, the roles that I choose to accept in the way that... Uh, Chad McBoseman was able to do and especially just in moving forward even with that that also applies obviously to this podcast and the different things that I'll create that are of my own being (laughs) but hopefully you all will continue to come along with me for that journey again this is a space that is meant to just be safe and positive somewhere that is meant to showcase different greatnesses that have brought me some sort of life lesson, something that helps me to push forward and to continue on this journey that we call life of the high seas of adventure. <laughs> Sorry, a little bit of one piece snuck out in there. Um, but yeah, like just I'm I'm looking forward to this journey together and to continuing to share with you guys things that I love and why I love them. And with that, honestly, let's go ahead and end there. Um, I can be followed on, on both TikTok and Instagram. My handle is Colorado Blurred Girl. That's C O Blurred Girl. Um, you can email me if you would like at Colorado Blur Girl at gmail.com. Thank you again so much for listening. Um, please come back for the next episode. And yeah, I hope you have a great day or whenever you listen to it, maybe an evening. And we'll see you next time. Again, this is Luna by Iniko for you to groove to as we say bye. <laughs> Thanks, guys.